Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live, Ruach, Remnant Reality Radio. Volkertov, good morning. You have just entered the Praise Prayer Decree and Declare Zone. What a great way to start your day. We praise prayer and declare. All right. Anyway, welcome to Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radio. Starting your Yam Yah's way is the best way to start your play. Praise prayer, decree, and declare your way out of everything that's coming against your attitude, your Ruach, your prosperity, your life. Life is in the power of our tongues, propelled by the very breath he placed in our lungs. He's the spark. He's the fuel. Don't be a fool. L2R4 is the pump, and his message is high octane. We are the vehicle carrying a message of Ahaba from Shamayim across the Reps. You bet. What is in your tank? Hallelujah. I am Shalayak Scribe, and we are going to call on Yami and see if she would be willing to pray us in if she has managed to stop laughing because I got my tongue up in front of my eye teeth and I couldn't see what I was saying. So, hallelujah. <laughs> Yami, are you there? <laughs> I am here. Hallelujah. And my mouth tastes a little like cotton myself. <laughs> we thank Yah that he gets the words from our heart out of our mouth. Hallelujah. So, Father, we do know your word tells us to enter your gates with thanksgiving, and we do that right now. We are so thankful that we belong to you and that you gave life to us, and then you give us more than life. You give us an abundant life as we choose to listen and to do your ways, to walk with you and to accomplish those things that you haven't planned just for today. Remember, yesterday is gone and tomorrow's not here, but we have today. So we say we shall submit our will over to you just for today. And we are willing, Father, to be a vessels of honor and to obey your way so that we can serve you all the days of our life and that life is eternal in you. And we are just going through changes, changing from one plateau to a next, changing and becoming a little bit more like our Messiah so that we too can walk with you and we too will listen and obey and you will direct our path And we do make our plans, Father, but we recognize we have to submit to you so that we are 
able to take the country and possess the land, the promised land, the good life that you have brought to us. So let us not be ashamed, let not the enemy triumph over us. And let us recognize that all things are possible with you, Yahweh. So shall we be saved from our enemy because you reign. So take over this morning and and let us magnify you on this line and let let the Ruhak flow through us and bring to us each the message that you have just for today. We say hallelujah for you are the most high and you are worthy to be followed. You are worthy to be kept in that place of respect and you are love. Therefore, you told us that you place within us that peace that passes all understanding and that you would let us experience the height, the depth, the breadth, the length and the width of the love that you have towards us. Then, Father, we pray that you teach us how to bring that love back to you. Hallelujah. And to operate in that love in every situation. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. We appreciate that. <clears throat> Abba, Yah, in the name of Yeshua this morning, I just I just want to pray that we come to understand peace, shalom, that surpasses all understanding. Abba, that as the adversary seeks to set his eyes on us this morning and to thwart your plan in us, Abba, that we refuse that we refuse him access. We know we are in a strong, defensible tower. We know that you are that tower. So, yeah, we come against every work of the adversary, not just in our lives, not just on this line, but in the lives of everybody. Not just within the sound of my voice, but, yeah, that your Ruach would permeate Sheboygan County. It would permeate Dane County that it would permeate Wisconsin, that it would permeate the Phoenix, Arizona area, that wherever there is a hurting soul that is looking for something more, that you would reach out into that heart and direct them our way. Abba, we, I pray for I pray for authority, not for my, not just for myself, but for those mentioned in the prayer earlier, for those that you are calling 
that they would step out in the authority of the faith given to us. And by that favor of the faith of Yeshua, to do what's right, to do what's necessary, to do what's needful, to take the next best step to prepare themselves for the ultimate for an ultimate encounter with you. Abba, that you would speak to hearts and minds the world over today and drive them to their knees, drive them to the phone lines, drive them wherever they need to be so that they can meet you. Abba, in the name of Yeshua, I pray for the, the families of those that lost loved ones in Texas in that tragedy that happened down there. Abba, I come against the spirit of death and destruction. I plead the blood of Yeshua over them. I pray that they'd be cast out, that they'd be restrained, that whatever is that whatever else is behind them, yeah, that you would reveal it to us so that we could come against it, that we could fast against it, so that we could break the power and authority that it seems to believe it has. We know that life is more powerful than death. We know that death cannot keep us down. And we know that death has lost its hold. It does not have to be here. It's not in Shamaim. Your instruction says on earth as in Shamaim. We know death doesn't dwell with you. So, Abba, we reject the fact that it presents itself here. Yami, could you mute your phone, please? Yami, in the name of Yeshua, we just pray for an outpouring of financial barukata so that the needs of the ministries can be met so that what needs to be acquired for the ministries to pursue greater accomplishments for your kingdom be provided that there be nothing standing in the way of that barukata so that there be nothing standing in the way of your message yeah, I pray that you help us to refine our message and our delivery and the ahava shown to the hurting, homeless, helpless, heartbroken among us. Yeah, I pray for our eyes to be open even more widely than they are. Hallelujah. Abba, I am thankful this morning for the gray skies that we have. It's not raining, but yeah, if it were, we'd be grateful. We're thankful for the birds chirping. We're thankful for the very wind on our face, that we have another day to know that we are alive, that we have another day to serve you and to bring you the glory and to bring 
fruit into your into your warehouse into your storehouse yeah so that your purposes can be accomplished Abba, we thank you that needs are being met, that hearts are being opened, that people are going deeper, Abba, yeah. We thank you for those that strive to know you on a fuller level, on a more, in a more complete way. Abba, I pray that Kim has a good day today. I pray that Greg and Corey are open-minded and willing to hear from you. I'm thankful for my wife and my children and the, the almost 31 years that I've had with Kim. Yeah, I just pray for our governmental leadership at all levels that you, and I'm thankful for them that we do still live in the greatest land or in the greatest country that ever existed. Not because of anything we did, but because it was ordained by you, yeah. We just give you all praise, honor, and glory. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, I'm grateful. I am an overcomer. I am determined. I am driven. I am a friend of the Most High. I know I am written in the palm of your hand. And I am aware that your promises to me and to all of us are yes and amen. That you want to be able to show yourself sufficient in all of our lives. I am not standing in your way. I am obedient, I am cheerful, I am joyful, I am teshuvahing, I am transforming, I am your son, I am a shaliach, and I am so very, very grateful to be here this morning. Hallelujah. We are going to break for a minute. Once I find a song, hallelujah, and I think I may have found one, and when we come back, we are going to see what Yami's got coming for us, see what the Ruach has got, what the Ruach has got on her heart for today, hallelujah. This is Red Not Alone.
stand so afraid Where is the hope In a world so cold Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah What have you got to praise, prayer, and decree and declare for us this morning, Yami? Sorry, Yami. Hold on a second. I had you muted. There you go. That one's on me. Okay. I had it. I wanted to say I had had it muted when you told me to. So I didn't do anything, but my little round circle was dark, which says it is muted. So I don't know what happened. But hallelujah. Father, first I submit um, my mouth to the Ruhak, that what you want to come out of it this morning will bring honor to you and help us to know what is the good and the the wonderful plan um, on how we are to allow you to to build in us your kingdom uh, because you tell us the kingdom of God is within us and it consists of love and joy and peace and gentleness and meekness and kindness and patience and temperance and there is no law against none of these things. So this morning, Father, as um, last night I read from 13 up to chapter 20 of Deuteronomy. And in these readings, there are lots of good instructions and um, um, other <clears throat> um, writings came to me from the New Testament uh, and that back up what I was um, learning in Deuteronomy. And um, he get, reminded me of a little song that goes, roll back the pages of memory now and then, show me where I used to be and where I might have been. And remember I'm human and humans forget. So remind me, remind me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's exciting to me because a um, instruction for us to follow was written in the, between chapter 13 and 20, and that is we're even to write down what, if we, it says if a, a new person comes into the campus, and they become a believer, then they are to write down the instructions. And then he gave me the scripture that says we're to study to show ourselves approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. So whether 
we're new or whether we were born into whenever that happened, we were to start studying, we were to start writing down the um, instruction and keeping it on the forefront of our mind that every um, step we take, it is in accordance to your nature and to your plan so that we can continue to have that abundant life. Or in Deuteronomy, it would say to stay in the promised land to live, move, and have our being in the place of safety where Satan cannot disturb us. And the whole um, thing from the beginning was Satan, who's a deceiver, came to Eve and deceived her. And she bought the whole story. He, um, you know, he always throws some truth in to the matter. So he said, well, your creator told you not to eat of this tree. And he persuaded Eve to partake so that she would have all the knowledge that, um, you know, that was, would become... Um, as they as Adam and Eve grew in the Ruha and the Ruhak um you know, le, the actually the father would walk in the morning with Adam and then when Eve was born he didn't leave her out and Adam should have known to um you know, to keep his wife in check but it, things got carried away and um, Eve was deceived and Adam who knows why he chose knowing the truth about not to eat of the tree he chose to um, partake as Eve um, was persuasive in that action. I have thoughts about why, about how in in a marriage relationship we seek to please one another and how Adam's um, kind of dependency upon um, Eve that he... Um, willingly walked out of the protection, out of the rule he disobeyed. So we look at a lot of the nature of man in that event, the nature of human. And Yah warned us that women are um, more easily deceived and they are the weaker vessel. And so... You know, Satan takes advantage of every um, thing he can, and that 
naiveness or whatever you want to call it, made her vulnerable. And Eve was um, susceptible to the lies of Satan. Adam, on the other hand, um, had to kind of choose, had to make that choice. Of course, Eve did too, but he didn't do it with the deception. So we see that there's more than one way Satan can get at us. He can deceive us, and he can um, can he can cause us to be convinced that you can get away with sin, and that there's a lot more ways. But those were the the two that um, you know were were revealed to me. Now, if we are all His and we are studying to show ourselves approved to Him and writing it down and keeping it on the forefront of of our thoughts, He says to consider Him in all our ways. So that's what we're doing when we're doing that study. We're planting um, seeds that grow and take root in us, and therefore we no longer have to be subject to Satan's influence. Now that Yeshua's blood was shed and the price was paid because Yah is not one that he could lie. He told beforehand if you eat of that tree of knowledge you're you're gonna die. And that means you're gonna learn what death is and death is is the absence of the presence of our presence of our Elohim, we he cannot look upon sin, and so he worked out his plan of salvation with his son Yahshua, agreeing with him, and all of this is in between the pages of the all the writing, all the instructions that he gives us because he with that um opening of knowledge he needed to to bring to us the truth so that we knew how to deal with the the deceit of the enemy. And we knew the truth, and we agreed with it. We can. We're free to do that because the law of Ruhak and life has set us free from that law of sin and death because that's what it was until Yeshua paid the price. So now in him, we are free to study. We are free to be doers of what we learn because 
he's given us an ear to hear what the Ruach has to say. And the Ruach is the one that was job is to spread Yah's love abroad. And the essence of who Yah is is love. And the instructions he gives us keeps us in that love. So I pray today that we don't stray, that you, um, your Ruach, keeps us on track. We thank you that you've given us the written word so that we can be aware that we're walking correctly. We thank you that you have given us the knowledge of what love is and that we can take and eat of it. We can let the seeds of the word grow within us and bear much fruit. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, meekness, kindness, patience, temperance. Among these is no sin. And let let the um, direction that you give us keep us in your, for your namesake. Thank you that the blood of Yeshua is the only way we can um, receive all the truth and receive forgiveness of Yeshua paid the price. There's a song that goes like, all the debts I could not pay, Yeshua paid a debt he did not owe. I needed someone who could save my soul. And now I sing a brand new song. Amazing, yeah, for he paid a price I could not pay. So, Father, let your truth be the ruler of our heart, and in that peace will come. I have traveled all around to many different cities and towns, but I've never walked upon streets made of gold before, walls of jasper, gates of pearl, never seen in this old world, only blow across waves of grain. Oh, it's a a new Jerusalem coming down from Yah out of heaven. Oh, what a sight. Angels will sing. Heaven's bells will ring. My peace I give. My peace I bring. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. We are going to call on Rebecca St. James here for a minute. Looking forward to hearing this one again. It's always good. This is Kingdom Come. We will be back in about four minutes. Hallelujah.
Through all prayer and petition, praying at all times in the Spirit and watching to the same thing with all perseverance and petition concerning all the saints. Pray also for me that to me may be given speech and opening of my mouth with boldness to make known the mystery of the good news, for which I am an ambassador and a chain, that and I may speak boldly as it is right for me to speak. But that you also may know the things about me, what I am doing, Tychus, the beloved brother and faithful minister and our master will make known all things to you. Who may send to you for the same thing, that you might know the things about us, that he may comfort your heart. Peace to the brothers and love with faith from Yahweh the Father and Matthew Yeshua Messiah. Grace be with all those that love our Matthew Yeshua Messiah without any corruption. Amen. Okay, someone must be falling asleep on here. Well, then it's a mystery. Hallelujah. If you're sleeping, then either wake up or mute your phone. Hallelujah. Whatever that is. Right. Yami, wake up. Yami, wake up. I've hey, been could... awake. I've been hearing all kinds of noises. You're hearing them too. Okay. Yes. We're trying to figure out if they're coming from you or not. I know. I was trying to tell you, but you had me muted. I unmuted I'm... me, and I was still muted. Yeah, I muted you over here because I thought it was coming from you. Sorry about that. I guess we'll just sure. have to roll with it. That was my microphone. I didn't unmute myself on a phone that I know of, so I don't know why I, why it was unmuted. So I was just listening I, to Yami teach and stuff, so I don't know. I don't even see you active in here. I mean, I do now. I do now. I see you now. I just didn't realize that. It sounded like somebody was snoring on the other end of the line. So it was weird. Anyways, back to Marissa. Yeah, that was Sam that was snoring. That's, that's, that's what I that's what I sleep to every night. <laughs> she's gonna love you for that. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, she she's learned to uh, just uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. You want to talk about long suffer, man? I'll tell you. Um, she's she's only about she's only about probably twenty or thirty percent as bad as what she used to be. She changed some things with her health, and her snoring has gotten way better. So hallelujah! Uh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Do you raise your hand, We just picked that all over this thing. I was wiping it up with the sleeve of my jacket. Oh, wow. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Good. Don't. I'll clean it later. I don't understand that. But anyways, um, <laughs> sleeves are made for wearing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Heavenly Father, today we, um, I put my prayers 
and my um, praises out there and my gratitude. And um, I pray for you, Yeshua, the, uh, for the forefront of our of our day, that um, we give him the, the reins that he's taken the, the wheel. So I just feel it here for um, Yahweh's healing and for no blemishes and for my my hair growth that Yahweh helps with that as well as my skin issues and um as a queen declare Yahweh's love of our nation all of our nation the queen declare that Yahweh has uh, timing that we are that I submit and um the being on time with Yahweh's help and having his structure and Yahweh's structure in my life and our life that is building upon the foundation. I think you declare for the Malachim to come, for the Malachim, for the Shalom, and for Rock and Sandy, and Scott, Kim, and Yami, and um, everyone that comes on. I think you declare your love and your protection upon them, and your, your guidance, as well as your provision as the overseers that you have here. Understanding on to help them understand Yahweh, but just taking them and help them walk in the fullness that you call them to do. Hallelujah. you your cleansing and your healing and your breakthrough as we are um, overcomers and uh, keeping us in fullness as we walk in your truth. It's been clear for those who are still in the darkness of addiction or alcoholism, Yahweh, that you you um, decrease their their need for or want for what they're using out there to serve alcohol, as well as anything that they're other types of um, addictions other than just drugs. Just decree that Yahweh that you help them out there who are, who are lost or stuck. Hallelujah! And it's to you for the men and women in uniform that are doing the work that you called them up to do. And that I pray that you rise them up and keep them strong and let them do the um, righteous work. The, mir- the miracles that we can't do, we can't go out there and do all the work because we're not suited up to go and fix the bad guys. But it's pretty clear that they are out there to doing the work that they're supposed to do and to get the dope dealers and the sources from coming in for the stop switch to the same and for our doctors out there, healthcare workers, the yeah, way that they have um they do a lot of things out there. And there's a lot of um that they need your your help. So then that you meet their needs. Because we can't we can't do it we I pray that you do it Yahweh. And um those who are still are suffering in the hospital sicknesses or other problems in the areas that that are needed to pray for you to help those and send your molecules to in the clinic, Yahweh. And for um those who are in, in the opposite of of your um glory, Yahweh. The transgender people and the body modifiers. There's a lot of um evil in that. So I just come against it and I ask you to turn it around for your your greater good, Yahweh, and take take those who are trying to think about going that way to help change their minds to 
to not want to change who you made them to be. Hallelujah. My faith would have still beneficial the way that our president is not always a par with what you call them to do. And some of our immediate government in our cities and our towns and our states sometimes are not always on be with what you call them out to be what you call them out to do, Yahweh. So I seem to share that anything that's going on with that situation that you uproot the ones that are not bearing you Yahweh. Hallelujah. And it's a clean clear for our finances and save over that and as well as any any issues with uh, the areas that I've been struggling with with apartments, palms and that sort of budgeting. Clean it clear that you help um, with all the areas that I've been putting off or that I've been forgetting about and not putting worth my 100% effort that I can get everything figured out is accomplished that I've been working on the last few, more than, more than several months. So, hallelujah. And for the businesses that we're in, as well as our X39, that you, you have us in this business, you know, for your greater good. I've seen clear that you're helping with uh, Prosper, help grow our team and help get the right people on it that, that need this product that you can help us to get um, the word out there. And the, the more people that you want to be on this patch, that you'll get them on it. And help give us the mindset to and give the person the open mind that we have on our list of, <clears throat> of names that we want to help because we know as it's helped us that we want to share it with others. All things to come into your alignment, Yahweh, that um, we line up in your word. And the people that are out there, though, that are not with you, Yahweh, that you bring them out of the wilderness. It's been clear for people to come out of Egypt and they're forgiving us of our sins, Yahweh, so we can so we can be with you and not be in the wilderness or in Egypt. And cleansing us of our I just want to tell you, cleanse us of our past fleshly desires and our past wrongdoings. And you, as you renew our minds, keeping us in a cod, Yahweh, and to keep us in fullness with your fruit, um, your love, kindness, joy, shalom, faith, patience, goodness, meekness, and self-control. For our families, I come against and I see that division upon me and my children, and I break it up in Yeshua's name. And also for the rest of my family. And I pray for salvation, for Yahweh's love and deliverance. And then I agree that anything with my past sins, I break the agreement with them, with them overcoming. And as well as all of us on the line, that we are no longer in agreement with our past. And in the um, sinful, in the sins. And our love ministry, Yahweh, that we have for our prison ministers. And our, Steve, and our brother Steve Shipley and others and the teachers of, of you, Yahweh, and the uh, ministers that go into the prisons, just to kind of clear you, be with them. And for my, my children, Eva and Aiden, and for Sheba and Leila, uh, uh, Eva and Aiden are my children, and then Sheba and Leila and Kumar are the ones caring for Eva, and Gary is Eva's father, and for Gary's family. As well as my stepdad, as my son's um, guardian, 
I'm thankful for them. And just keep your your hands with them. And I decree and declare for the sex slavery and sex trafficking area that you, you help bring those to take them out of that um, situation and that we come, we come before you and ask you to help that for the deception behind it too. And the violence out there in the wars and the shootings, there's a lot of it going on your way. And for those that keep your commandments and for the whole truth upon our schools and our and our governments and our businesses. And I pray for your, your shalom over that, the situations that's been happening in the world recently and for your, your faith in, in our walk. And I am um, bold. I am Yahweh's daughter. I'm his um, beloved. I'm an overcomer. I'm a doer. I'm great and I'm gifted. I'm faithful. And I am able to do all things through the Messiah that strengthens me. And I'm a, a mother that is getting greater. And I'm a warrior. And I'm a champion. And I'm successful. And I'm well-seasoned and Yahweh's knit together. And I am um, Yahweh's vessel. And I'm about purchased by the blood of, Yish, of, of the Lamb. And um, I decree and declare that my legacy... Or I did decree and declare. Okay. I'm going backwards here. Okay. I am thankful for my, my legacy. I'm thankful for Yahweh. For His living word. And for the world that we are living on. That we are on earth. And that Yahweh gives us life. And I'm thankful for our brethren. For our sunshine that's kind of there. Somewhere in, in the sky. And for our um, senses that Yahweh gives us. Oh, sees it. <laughs> My eyes are somewhere else, I guess. So I, I thought it said um, senses. It says season. I'm thankful that I can make up what I'm writing. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that Yahweh can make all of our seasons unique. And for our Elohim and our Sherebs, I'm thankful that Yahweh provides the heavenly workers to come on right on our behalf. I just make sure that they are suited up to do the work that we, we call them out to do out there and as well as in our, in our homes. And I just make sure that they are helping us to overcome the adversary. Hallelujah. And I also just make sure that they are go over to our White House and all the things that I prayed about earlier to have that um, put to work that way. Hallelujah. And I thank you for that. And thank thank you for coming out of the darkness. And as I am going forward in repentance for being grounded in Yahweh in the ground and replenishing that Yahweh I'm thankful for Yahweh that he's replenishing the soil. Hallelujah. And that he's putting forth the good fruit and the, the goodness in that soil. And I'm thankful for my family as well as my the mist upon the phone line, besides the phone line, but everyone that's on here, and for my children, and thank for all of our children, for, for salvation, and for our animals, thankful for um, the, fir- the first, I'll just say that in the house, because we got more than one of them, and also for my cat, my cat is being watched by my sister, and um, she's my therapy cat, and I'm, I'm thankful for her, even though I, I have some my ins and outs, some different things, but um, 
No, she's a healthy and she's in place and she's in love. Hallelujah. And um, I'm thankful for health. The area brings us to um, to being healthy and <laughs> me, keeping us going. As long as um, we're snoring or if we're not, we're so thankful that he gives us rest and he gives us support. Hallelujah. Are you done? All right. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Appreciate that. Um, we are going to... Well, actually, we're going to ask Shalak Rock and Shalaya San if they want to introduce themselves this morning before we go into our 27 minutes of, the, of uh, meditation. Not that they need an introduction because we all know who they are and... If we are not grateful they're in our lives, then there is obviously something wrong with us. Um, so, anyways, good morning, both for Tov, and uh, welcome to the call. Sand is going to do her praises. Well, hallelujah. I am grateful for a great night's sleep, as all of you got to be a part of <laughs> It was like the first night in over a week that I didn't have this kink in my back, and I was up and down like all night long. But the last night I slept the whole night through. I don't remember waking up once, so hallelujah, it was awesome. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that we are truly close to, I guess, getting a decision on whether we're going to have a vehicle or not, and all we're just... It's all in Yah's hands, and we're trusting him in it, but I'm ready to move on to other things and allow Rock to move on to other things. It's really consumed him this last couple of weeks. And I just love Yahweh, and I just praise him for who he is. He's in control. He's on the throne. We just, I just need to, to surrender to him on a daily basis on a... A momentary basis at times. I am so grateful for you know the job that I have that allows me so much flexibility um, in you know my working times and my travel and everything. And I just give him all the kavod, the high esteem for who he is. This world is in a crazy place right now, but he is protecting his his chosen, his fa- his family, his people. We're in the midst of the storm, but I trust that uh, he will protect us, and I'm grateful to him for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I take it that was a wrap. <laughs> I was asked to say my praises, so I gave some of my praises. <laughs> All right. Hallelujah. Fantastic. And we appreciate that. Uh, we are going into going to go into our 27 minutes of meditation, and we will be back on the other side of that 
So we'll see you right around 8 o'clock with Tortruth and our rockism for the morning. Hallelujah. Looking forward to it. Unless Rock has something he wants to add now.
the 60th anniversary is a really, really great moment. And we know that when we're really excited that something great has happened, we have to sing a song to Hashem. And the best song we can possibly sing is We want just one thing above all for Israel, for the Jewish people, for the world, that there should be peace. Here we go. Ose shalom bim romav Yase shalom shalom aleinu Val kol Yisrael Val kol Yisrael V'imaru V'imaru
the 60th anniversary is a really, really great moment. And we know that when we're really excited that something great has happened, we have to sing a song to Hashem. And the best song we can possibly sing is We want just one thing above all for Israel, for the Jewish people, for the world that there should be peace. Here we go.
And she sang passion for the man of truth with whom she would build a nation. But with nightfall came destiny betrayed the veil concealing another yet a sister's shame not her shattered dream took hold of her heart and her senses Mama Rahu cried for us again won't you shed a tear for your dear children If you raise your sweet voice now and then The day will come Mama Rachel cry for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children Yet the frightened child 
looking at it, 
and something kind of struck me funny. I ran across a list of verses, and all I had was Malachi 8 listed. And I read the verse, or I read what was there, and it's like, well, wait a minute. I know Malachi does not have eight chapters in it. So in that 27 minutes, I kind of didn't explore through and figured out that that reference that I was reading was actually from Malachi 1.8 on to uh, 14. Now, what the Ruach did in that time says, okay, this is pretty interesting. This is some interesting stuff. And I've never heard some of this before because I haven't read Malachi through and through up until this morning. But there's a truth in here that I think a lot of people, a lot of people miss. And I can't emphasize that a lot of people strongly enough because if it wasn't missed, they could not teach the Western church. Christianity could not teach what it teaches. I am going to get to Malachi 1.8. I'm probably going to read the whole chapter. I'm not going to, I will save the, uh, uh, the Proverbs teaching for um, another day, but the Ruach <laughs> put this on my heart. And I just, I got to talk, I got to, yeah, I gotta be obedient to the Ruach because it just this one just kind of floored me. So, without further ado, I will make my point as we go in. Hopefully, I can point it out in this chapter at first. It's Malachi one: the burden of the word of Yahweh to Israel by the hand of Malachi. And there's a footnote. It says Malachi means my messenger and is the last book of the Tanakh written around 400 to 450 B.C. This book starts by telling why Yahweh had punished his people, but then turns and gives prophecies for the end time, including that a second Eliyahu would appear before the Messianic kingdom. Simple enough. Okay, great. I have loved you, says Yahweh, but you say, in what way have you loved us? Was not Esau the brother of Jacob? Yet Yahweh declares, I loved Jacob, and I have hated Esau, and have made his mountains a desolation and his inheritance to be for the jackals of the wilderness. Well, while that may be true, let's not forget that Jacob also spent time in the wilderness. Also was surrounded by jackals and had to go through some other very, very unpleasant stuff. So Esau needs to quit his whining. If Edom says we are beaten down, but we will return and build the ruined places, so, so says Yahweh of hosts, they shall build it, but I will tear it down, and they shall call them the region of wickedness and the people whom Yahweh is enraged with until forever. And your eyes shall see, and you shall say, Yahweh will be magnified beyond the border of Israel. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I am a father, where is my honor? If I am a master, where is my fear? Says Yahweh of hosts to you, 
O priests who despise my name, but you say, in what have we despised your name? Footnote. The name of Yahweh has been despised in the end times by exchanging the Creator's true name with pagan names such as God. God is the personal name of the Babylonian deity. See Isaiah 65:11. You're offering, you are offering defiled food on my altar, and you say, "In what have we defiled you?" It is in your saying the table of Yahweh is to be despised, and if you offer, here's the verse that started all that started all this. And if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Bring it now to your governor. He, will he accept you or lift up your face? Says Yahweh of hosts. Footnote number three. The priests were promising to Elohim an offering, but in the end, exchanging it with something defiled. Yahweh states that they would not do this to a worldly leader, and it is also unacceptable to him. And now entreat the face of Elohim that he favor us. This has been by your hands. Will he lift up your faces, says Yahweh of hosts? Who is even among you that will shut the doors and you not kindle fire on my altar in vain? There is no delight to me in you, says Yahweh of hosts. I will not accept food offering from your hand. From the rising of the sun to its going down, my name shall be great among the nations, and everywhere incense shall be offered to my name, and a pure food offering, for my name shall be great among the nations, says Yahweh of hosts. Another footnote, in the millennial kingdom, all will worship the creator by his true family name of Yahweh. I actually think I'm getting to the verses where I want to make my point. But you are profaning it when you say the table of Yahweh is polluted, or the table of Yahweh, it is polluted. And its fruit, his food is to be despicable. And you have said, behold, what weariness. And you have sniffed at it, says Yahweh of hosts. And you bring the stolen and the lame and the sick, and you bring the grain offering. Should I accept it from your hand, says Yahweh. But cursed be a deceiver, and there is a male in his flock, and he vows it. But he sacrifices a blemished one to Yahweh, for I am a great king, says Yahweh of hosts. My name is feared among the nations. Footnote. The people were, do- the people were doing the same as the priests and vowing one thing, but in the end bringing another one. Once one vows something to Elohim, it is then set apart and cannot be changed. I did not get to my point verse. I will have to move on to Malachi 2. Verse 1, and now, O priests, this I command you. If you will not hear and if you will not set it on your heart to give esteem to my name, says Yahweh of hosts, then I will send the curse on you. Footnote, the Hebrew word here for curse is Allah. And I will curse your, your barukata, and indeed I have cursed it, because you are not setting it on your heart. Behold, I am rebuking your seed, and I will spread dung on your faces, the dung of your solemn feasts, and one will lift, it, lift you up to it. And you shall know that I have sent this command to you 
to be my covenant with Levi, says Yahweh of hosts. My covenant with him was life and peace. I gave them to him for fear, and he feared me, and he put it, and he is put in awe before my name. The law of truth was in his mouth, and iniquity was not found in his lips. In peace and uprightness he walked with me, and he turned many from iniquity. For the lips of the priests should guard knowledge, and they should seek the Torah from his mouth, for he is the messenger of Yahweh of hosts. But you have turned out of the way. You have caused many to stumble at the Torah. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says Yahweh of hosts. So I have also made you despise the most of all people, just as you have not kept my ways, but you are lifting up faces in the Torah. Now the footnote here says, verses 7 through 9, the priest should be teaching the people the Torah, but instead we're twisting it for their own benefits. Much of the same is happening in organized religion. Okay, I am going to go a little bit heavier on that on that footnote, and I am going to say that this is a rebuke to the Western Church for refusing and resisting Torah. While Yahweh is calling, is using Malachi to call out the religious class, the, the teachers and the scribes and the Pharisees of his day, this is speaking right to the message that the Western Church is giving. If at this point, Yahweh is using his prophet to call out an inappropriate message that's not to be delivered from the mouth of a good Hebrew or a good Jew because it goes completely against Torah. How then is he going to send a Messiah that supposedly abolishes Torah and does away with it 450 years later? The obviousness of the message coming from Malachi to what's considered or to the Western Church is stark. If these people that are teaching in the name of Yeshua or in the pseudo name of Jesus have any clue of what they're reading or any ruachal insight at all, and I know I'm getting strong, but if they have any any insight or think they know anything about Yahweh or have any understanding because of all their their college education, how can they miss this? Well, I'm going to use Malachi to jump in, to, to, to chew out people that have practiced the same religion for 3,500 years, but now after X number of years, they started getting the message wrong. They're going a different way. They're doing everything I told them not to do. They're worshiping false religions. They're incorporating other religions into Judaism. They're doing everything I told them not to do. So I'm going to send this messenger to them and say, hey, knock it off. But they don't want to listen. So I'm going to wait. Yahweh says, I'm going to wait 
450 years. I'm going to send my son to die on a tree. But in his dying on that tree, I am also going to completely contradict what I said 450 years ago and let them preach whatever they want. I don't think that's Torah. I believe somewhere Yahweh says he doesn't contradict himself. So somebody's got it wrong. And they need to get it right. Now, again, I'm going to open myself up for correction. If I'm seeing something I shouldn't be seeing here, please let me know. But that's what I got today from trying to figure out why I had Malachi 8 posted in the opening format for the show this morning. Hallelujah. Abba in the name of Yeshua, I just pray that your word finds good soil, that it finds its way into good hearts, and that you continue to keep the message on this line as pure as possible. Abba, we give you all praise, honor, and esteem. Hallelujah. Amen. Rock, you want to chime in here or you just want me to go to music break? I can just uh, I can just go right away. Um all right. Yeah, that was uh that was very uh very on point um for sure uh so thank you for uh delivering that very accurate uh depiction of violation of exactly you know one of the last things that they want you to think that he said but it wasn't one of the last things there was a 400 year gap and the the Maccabees were written in between that, and there's several other books that were written in between that that they took out. So we just kind of feel like we lose touch with him and that he just, you know, takes off and, you know, he's not interacting with his people anymore. And it's uh, the cover-up and uh, twisting of the narrative uh, the more you dig in, the more you discover, and you just shake your head and go, wow, the enemy, the deceiver is so strong in so many people's lives that, you know, listened to him over the years, you know. Um, yeah. So... Anyway, the um, the rockism today is on uh, continuing on leadership, and it's on the lines of what I had already said. So I don't know how much more I'm going to have that Yah is going to stir up to add to it. But um, 
Here's the rockism. We'll start with that. Servant leaders like Yeshua, in the way he led, live in glass houses of scrutiny and persecution. Iraqism reality. Oh, boy. Why does that happen? I didn't do anything for it to go away. And yet it went away. Well, I think I can remember what I just read, but um, I learned a long time ago as I started to step into this realm of leadership that that whole old school glass house uh, I don't know um word picture, I guess it'd be what you'd call it. That word picture of living in a glass house and, you know, everybody sees your faults and uh, they're going to be hard on you that you have not yet walked on water, you've not yet arrived, you've not yet gotten to that place. So, realizing that the, the closer that you get to the way, the more persecution that's going to come, which, of course, we know that the Scripture tells us that we'll be persecuted. But one of the interesting things that ties in, because scribes said, remember my name, um, because they've been trying to get rid of his name and get his, his name out of his own book for many, many, many centuries. And, you know, uh, to the point where finally uh, no one was saying his name anymore. So then he does what he always does and... He rises up a remnant. And, you know, this end times remnant, uh, I did a seven-point prophecy for the International Ministers Fellowship on what they call their watch night service, which that's a whole man-made religion thing, too, because they want to somehow honor the God Janus the pagan deity Janus uh, for January in bringing in their pagan New Year. And, uh, you know, all the churches show and prove how much they're in alignment with man-made religion and, you know, rooted in paganism and Catholicism they prove it by this this celebration. And here I am, I'm coming on, and I'm bringing a very, you know, and this is going out to 200,000 ministers in 135 countries, you know, 
and I'm considered one of the leaders of this group. That's why they chose me to be one of the keynote speakers. And I prayed really intensely because I knew I was living in a glass house. I knew that they were going to be judging me onto a level of of perfection that only Yah can bring forth and only we can get into that way, truth and life, that's in perfection if we get him in us. So once I got him in me, he started to speak. He started to stir me up. He started to take me places that I had never gone before, and it went deeper and deeper and deeper. As I personally got more on the way or in the way or the way got in me. And uh, it seemed like the stronger in that religion, the stronger that I got with truth, which was what he in me was revealing, and that's what he gave me to speak on. Like I said, it was a seven-point prophecy. The name was only number one. But seven prophetic things that would happen in the end times. And... The greatest part about that group was, although there was persecution that came at me, and a lot of people talked behind my back and um, and really came against me uh, in murmurs and gossip and backbiting and, and whatever they all said. The greatest thing about that experience was that the real leadership within this leadership group, the real leadership saw through the religion because they were very Ruach-filled elders that have been around a very long time. And they've been in the the Christian man-made religion wineskin even longer than me. Uh, so I guess what I would say is these things are ruachally discerned. The scripture tells us that. So if you don't have the ruach, you're not going to get it. That's pretty much what that's saying. You you can only discern these things if you got the ruach. A lot of people think they got the ruach, but when you listen to them, it becomes very evident quite quickly that what they got is a counterfeit and a deception. And it's they themselves that are really running the doctrine, the agenda, the belief system, and everything that, that comp, you know centers in them as who they are. And if you went head-to-head with people like this to have a rightful dividing of the truth, 
the word, the debar, the emet, what's going to happen is you're going to be in a position where these people are going to be exposed as the frauds that they are. Their stronger religious viewpoint will overshadow the Amet itself. It'll 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 take the forefront pushing all of this truth into the rear view mirror. And what's happening is this remnant rising in the end times that we're a part of is we're bringing forth this stuff and it's making them feel very uncomfortable, which is why they come after us and want to persecute us because we have a love for truth. And we decided, I believe it was 2015, that I was going to call what we did on this line the Love for Truth Network and that we were going to be, in essence, similar to some of these, you know, Jewish Learning Center and all these kinds of things, but ours would not be in Judaism or in Christianity or in Islam. But as we put it out, we just wanted to be in, in what was right, in the truth, and share that truth and allow others in the discovery of their recovery from religion to see what the real truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth really looks like. But no matter what, know in advance that when you make that decision and you have the resolve to kind of stick with it, the persecution will eventually come. And the only reason a lot of times you won't hear it sooner is because it's all happening behind your back. It's all happening on little whisperings in the dark. And, uh, you know, that is what Yah really, really knew all along. And it was just centuries and centuries and centuries for people, including us now, to figure that out and to really see how bad it really was. So it is bad, but you can't really appreciate and respect good unless you see the bad. So these persecutions, these whispers in the dark that are going on around us, it's okay. And what the rockism is really trying to say is you're probably never going to really be in the way or the truth or the life if you're not getting persecuted. You're probably it's probably really not happening because you you're still part of them. You're still doing everything you can to fit in to the pop culture Christianity because it's more important to you to be a men pleaser than a yacht pleaser. 
And you know, that's why I got all these cool rockisms that came out about it because I've got to have a way, and Ava does this with me, I've got to have a way to get through to that next person that may be the next conversion. So I'm always praying who really is the conversion. And when you see people rise up against you, it's pretty obvious they're rejecting not you, not me. They're rejecting Yeshua himself. Because who is the way, the truth, and the life? It's him. So if they're rejecting truth and doctrine, they're rejecting Yeshua. And that, you know, is something that helps me to not get so wounded in the persecution and just realize it's it's part of the deal. Um, I think, you know, what I was concerned about with, with one individual that's been, you know, in the prison system and has been quite committed and uh, has been fellowshipping with us and studying with us and caring and sharing and, and making a attempt to work through 12 set-apart scripture steps and then be able to go into 12 steps or set apart scripture step 12's type of work, SSS 12, which is ministry. And to become the transformer <clears throat> after indeed, <clears throat> after indeed you yourself have become transformed. You really are never going to be a very good transformer if you're really not fully transformed or, or very, very far past, you know, where most people get. And the bottom line is, you know, this transformation is as much coming out of religion and into relationship with the, with the creator himself, Abba Yah, Ya Ashaya. It's 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 beyond all of that. It's it's so deep and so wide. And once you start going there, the persecution will come, the whispers in the dark will be there. And we have to be ready for it. So there's one thing I know for sure is we prepare you to go out into this lost and dying and evil world. And we're preparing you to win. We're not preparing you to lose. So you can get as mad at us as you want at times. You can persecute us even if you want. But at the end of the day, Sand and I have come to this policy, and that is they all come back. They all come back. They all come back. They all come back. And that is, they reject Yeshua at one point, and then they go back to religion, and their relationship suffers. But when they realize they were happier, and many people have told us this, the happiest time of my life was when I was living in the house with Roxanne. 
We prayed every day. We worshipped. We studied. We loved. And that loving and, and, and receiving love and giving love back out and, and just being a part of the mishpaka. Once somebody leaves the in program, now they've got to be able to emulate. They've got to be able to try to have the mishpaka, the way that we've brought it together in fellowship, and they miss it. And the closest thing that we can have to giving them a lifeline so that people all around the world can, can unify is this right here. This Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radio is a gift for us to stay within the remnant fellowship that we need so deeply. We all need it. But realize in that conversion, in that transition in your life, in this transformation, the Romans 12, perfect will of Elohim transformation that you are headed towards. It's going to be one of the hardest things that becomes one of the easiest things that you've ever done. Because it seems hard at first to come against religion, but once you finally do it and you stand up to that big bully, Hasatan Gadreel, all of a sudden all of the other things actually manifest in a way that they probably never really did before. Come to me, all that are weary, all that are burdened, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yeshua is the only real answer. And we don't want the religious, pagan, Catholic, Lutheran, Protestant, Pentecostal, Christian. We don't want that Jesus. We want the real deal. We want the authenticated, real, bring this one into your life and see how good he is. Yeshua, the real Yeshua, which is why I think the name is important because you get to see whether people have rejected. They've heard that his name's Yeshua. So why do they go ahead and call him another name? Because they're still deceived. They think religion will actually spin in there with this deception that it's the same one. Now, I can see if they really, really love the truth, the word, and they're studying, that they may have a lot, a lot of him, because what is he? A living word. So if he comes alive in their life, 
and it's and it's Kitve Hakodesh coming alive in a life. It's the real Yeshua. So let me put that little disclaimer in there. And it's it's those little threads that you're getting of truth that start getting through that is going to be what's going to move you to a deeper truth and a deeper truth and a deeper truth. But realize all along the way, the more you put yourself out there, the more you're going to get persecuted. There's no getting around it. And the whispers in the dark are going to come.
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for joining us on Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare this morning. It was a high-octane environment all the way from Yami to Marissa to Rock and myself to Sand. It just, Abiyah never ceases to show up. And when he's got something to say, he definitely puts it out there. And more often than not, if he's using you, it's an extremely humbling, although uplifting experience. So our prayer for you today is that you come into closer relationship with he who causes that uplifting, humbling experience to be the only high you really desire. Because when you're high in him, you can't get any higher. So again, I am Shlach Scribe saying, Bokatov, go out, be prosperous in Yeshua. Go out and be prosperous in Yah. Do as he instructs, as soon as he instructs, and he will make your way straight and smooth. We will be back tonight at 10.07 Eastern, 9.07 Central, and 7.07 Mountain Pacific for RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections. And we hope that you join us tonight and that you can tell us that you spent the whole day in the Ruach HaKadosh, that your yuck of flesh was crucified, We don't. Uh, <clears throat> we don't do a rip on on this show. Oh, wow! It sounded so good. Yeah, oh, God, it, was just, it was. It was just coming out. What is with you, Scott? <sighs> I just don't want to invite people to come tonight, and then we're not doing rip. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. But that is where we're going to start to do that worship service. Um, I'm just not prepared for putting all that music together to do that worship service. But we're going to do our Ibrahi worship um, and uh, do it on a Zoom and probably broadcast it into Facebook so that a lot of the people that we know can participate if they want. And uh, that may be really... uh, a really great way to outreach uh, to people and inreach into their hearts in the process. So um, I just, uh, like I said, I just have not got it ready yet, but we will do it eventually. So tonight's going to be a pre-recorded rip. So if you're sitting there trying to talk when they said, would you like to share? And then you are you know, trying to share and then you're getting all frustrated and then you're going to go ahead and contact me and say, I was trying to share. Why wouldn't you let me share? Why did, you know, and it's like, because <laughs> that was a recording. <laughs> sometimes they sound really, really, sometimes you're not sure if it's live or Memorex. Yeah. And, you know, that's good. That's good that they're that 
good, that well done that they're that convincing that you think that you're actually in a live broadcast. But uh, I've had probably 20-some people over the over the time that have said to me that, you know, wow, that was really good message, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, well, thanks, <laughs> you know. And uh, sometimes I got to break the news to them that they weren't on a live. So, well, I can't tell you how many times I have come on the line myself and actually tried communicating with a recording. Yeah. And I'm part of the program. <laughs> I'm part of the staff. So whoever's not listening, don't feel bad. <laughs> well, I guess all that means is that we're doing a pretty decent job to uh, to be sincere and, and uh, very real and people feel the connection to that uh to that intimacy of of love relationships in the uh in the brotherhood you know and the mishpaka and uh and that's what we want to be we don't want to be that religious guy on a big pedestal on a big altar you know bow down and kiss my ring kind of that kind of religious Thing. We don't want to be that. We want to be very approachable, very, uh, very willing to connect with anybody, right. whether it's the woman at the well or whether it's the guy, you know, the beggar on the corner or the guy at the pool of Shalom. You know, we want, we want to connect with and be the good Samaritans. We really want to be able to to be approachable so they can talk to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So on that note, do you want to pray us out? And we'll uh, put a bow on this one, Rock. I think that would be great. I, uh, I would be honored to uh, put the bow on top with a little cherry with it. Um, Abhi, yeah, we just thank you so much today for being our all in all, for being the one that washes us, that cleanses us, that frees us from our past. And we uh, we just need your cleansing. So, we thank you this morning for the washing of the word. We thank you for the way that you have have done your mikvah over and over and over in our lives. And you've gotten out that fuller soap and you've scrubbed and you've scrubbed and you've scrubbed to wash us squeaky clean of the stains, the wrinkles, the spots, the blemishes that we need to be freed from, that we need to be cleansed of. So we just praise you today and we thank you for that and for the fact that there is that opportunity to come into cleansing and washing 
and being brand new. You will make us brand new as we go down to the river. Hallelujah. Yeah, I mean... I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down eating your soul. I know a place where mercy flows. Take the things, make you wider than snow. Like a tide, it is rising up deep inside a current that moves and makes it come alive. Living water that brings the dead to life. Oh, we're going down. Let's go. 